0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 239 of the podcast. I realize that it is early May and I've jumped into a boy of summer, but what a boy of summer he is. Uh, I just wanted to skip ahead and uh, and release this, this episode tomorrow because uh, Jonah's second season of his show, Hidden America, that I just cannot say enough good things about. I just think it's so wonderful top to bottom. It, it has exactly my, like, sort of, It's a real sweet spot for me of what I think is funny, this sort of blend of reality and sketch. And um, uh, I'm just really proud of him. And I I don't mean that in a condescending way because he's far more successful than I am. But (laughs) as a friend, I just am really impressed with it. And and I can't say enough good things about it. So uh, I hope you will check that out. I hope that you will enjoy this episode as much as uh, we enjoyed recording it. And... um, Uh, I have a couple of shout-outs I wanted to get out there. Just for your your emails, I wanted to thank John and Robert and Roberto. I'm behind on some other shout-outs, but I will get caught up at another time. In the interim, I invite you in to this wonderful episode with Jonah Ray. I totally forgot to ask him to sing Boys of Summer at the end. I'm going to have to make him do that and send it to me. Now entering Nerdist.com trying to seduce you yeah. into <laughs> crying.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm already halfway to crying. Most, oh, good. Most of my every day. Oh, yeah, good.
0: Yeah. Um, let me ask you this in all seriousness. Have you been to therapy? Yes. And have you ever lay down on a couch? No. That's got to be like a real old school or like a super like upper middle class New York thing I just would never feel I could not imagine lying down on a couch when in therapy
1: with stuff like that I wonder if it's uh, if it's an actual thing yeah uh, or it was the first time therapy was shown in a movie yeah the person was lying down yeah because it was that specific experience yeah not not the general idea but like but now we all assume that's like you you have you go on the day bed or whatever that's right yeah yeah I didn't though it is a nice way to not make eye contact with the you know, yeah i guess the that's
0: therapist. true god now that you say that i'm wondering do i make intense eye contact like nonstop eye i can i feel like i just with, look with their, sort of look around
1: yeah i looked down i when i did it i, I would look down yeah. uh i'd stop going and i'm not sure if it
0: i think not, i feel too vulnerable lying like lying down really feels like in a very primal way like here's my soft underbelly yeah exactly. and maybe that's a good way to access feelings but i think i, I think would be so. like Mm, don't strike me.
1: Yeah, I don't know cuz I wonder cuz maybe it's like if you're lying down you're less defensive. You know, like like you're saying yeah. it's like you're you're more vulnerable. I think
0: that would overcompensate.
1: But would you be relaxed though? Like say you're just kind of, you know, um <sighs> maybe. N- not to be like crude but that those those moments like uh when you're lying with somebody after or you know post coital uh like and you're just kind of like laying there and you're a little tired and you're comfortable and you're yeah. just and you just start talking to each other. Yeah. I'm, like and you're, you you kind of just are more raw and, yeah. and open. I think maybe that's there's something to it there.
0: Should I suggest that my therapist put a bed in her office? I think
1: you should. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we gotten to. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's definitely, where I would we've say gone. a hammock. I would, I would, yeah, I would, I would reveal so much if I was. Uh, oh, on hammock. A hammock.
0: That's that's. I was thinking about that the other day because I somehow got roped back into Survivor, only having watched like the very first season, and yeah. then I think. Some season I was dating someone who was into it many, many years ago. So I sort of like popped in for that. And then I ended up getting sucked back in uh, for the last couple of seasons. And now I'm like whole hog. Like, really? this is a this is a fantastic game. <laughs> like, I, because it's gone so meta, it's so self-aware now that you have all these people on the show who are talking about the mechanics of the way each other's brain works oh, and weird. all of these sort of different approaches to the way you kind of manipulate someone like have you ever played that game Mafia yeah. or Werewolf yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that there's a, there's so much like weird upper level shit going on now where there's like 60 layers of it that I can really get on board for that because now it's not just like eat this worm or whatever it <laughs> used to be I don't know but now it's like some like 18 year old nerd who I can identify with that I would see at a comic con who's like uh, I've seen every episode of Survivor now Kelsey over there is playing uh, a social game so she <laughs> da, 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 like this person is playing like he's just a Machiavellian kind of a, you know, he's a villain. He's really yeah. like, and you're like, Oh, this is, you're just taking this apart piece wow. by piece in, live as it's happening. Is
1: that person that 18 year old nerd though? Are they good at the physical challenges? Terrible. Is that what they call them? Physical Terrible. challenges. Is sure. It like yeah. Tear? Physical
0: challenges. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Physical, physical challenge. So. Immunity challenge. They all mean different things.
1: I've never, I don't think I've ever seen an episode. I've seen clips from it's, when I was working on the soup, and that's about it.
0: Well, yeah. I've, I don't know if working on the soup is going to give you a good indication of anything being like be- worth anything other than making fun of, probably.
1: That's true. I mean, uh, when I first got a job there, they gave me the show. That's uh, a long time ago, huh? That was a while back. I feel now. like I
0: remember when you were
1: Yeah, four there. years, five years, some of that. Yeah. I can't remember. I'd say it'd
0: been more than that, but I could be wrong.
1: Uh, but it was uh, it was. I remember the, they were like, "Hey, we're going to give you a show, The Biggest Loser." I was like, "Wow, that's a big show! Wow, they must really trust me to write good jokes." And I realized no one wants that show because it's a. Uh, There's it's it's the most sincere show on oh. television. <laughs> it's like these people are trying so hard. Like, uh, yeah,
0: that's a that's really dicey territory. Yeah, yeah, overweight and, people. Mm-hmm. Just do putting everything they've got everything into something, got and into it's a super it. emotional experience. Yeah,
1: and then like, and then you're like, well, maybe I'll like the trainers. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, seems like fodder. Good fodder.
1: But it's like they're trying. They're trying. They're just trying to motivate these people. There was like no. Uh. I remember it was like this guy sounds like he's about to die on a treadmill. But that's not, that's <laughs> nothing funny about that.
0: <laughs> Did you escape that? position of having to do that show quickly or did you really have I, to slog through and like really try to find funny things?
1: I skipped, I skipped the whole, <laughs> any responsibility at that show. Excellent. I, I was, I was not, I love everyone that worked there and like, it's like, and you know, a ton of those people. They're all yeah. great people. Yeah. Um, but I just, I wasn't happy there and it was, it had nothing to do with what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, and so I well, just I was like, was going
0: to ask that because I always, I think that sometimes when I do shows, like even at midnight, um, I'm so impressed with the ability to just go in day after day and keep it fresh because I just don't yeah. feel that I could do that, and I have nothing but respect for people who do. Um, but I was going to ask you that. I was like, uh, that doesn't seem like the way your brain necessarily wants to work. Not no. to say I couldn't,
1: could, but. And I, it wasn't. Good. I mean, when we were doing like web soup, I mean, there were seasons. So like th- that stuff is like when you kind of have this, you know, time frame where yeah. like, I'm going to like put everything we're I go got in. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when I was on the super it was just every week and it was the same. And I've never, I remember talking to Pete Holmes probably know, six, seven years ago about like a, or I was, he was like starting to do his podcast and I was just like, well, you don't want to be like a talk show host, do you? I mean, that seems pretty, uh, that's a terrible, uh-huh. like a terrible <laughs> decision to make in your life to just do the same thing day in, day out. He's like, no, yeah. oh, it's all I want. Yeah. And he that's got true. it for a bit. And I mean... But like, you know, now I was doing like a narrative show. But I remember just like, uh, like I was like, I never got the appeal. Uh, I loved Letterman. I loved Conan. You know, yeah. But I never got the appeal. I never wanted to.
0: There's my, here's my set every
1: day. Yeah. You know? I didn't like it. I, I like, I, I you know, there is something, the unstable nature of like, you know, creativity. Uh, like, I, I love it. Yeah. You know, it's like not being sure what's going on at any given time is so much better than time to look at the clips. Yeah, it's, just, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. if I wanted to work in a factory, I would go work in a, I wouldn't, but it's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where factories are and I don't know if how. If you
0: had to work in a factory yeah. and it couldn't be a joke factory. UK. What would your factory be?
1: Uh, um, I'd go, I'd probably, I'm leaning towards a mill of some okay, sort. Okay, all
0: right, all right. Sounds uh, uh, more homespun, more Yeah, yeah uh, probably go, go to the
1: Midwest and go to uh-huh. some mill. Uh, sure. I don't want to say steel, <laughs> I don't want to say steel because the sparks and the heat yeah. seems like wanna
0: it. I want to say steel <laughs> <laughs>
1: sure. I'd, I'd say I'd go for a... Uh a cog factory
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's probably
1: what i go for making cogs
0: it feels so metaphorical and literal like it takes a team of people a series of cogs and a wheel if you will
1: (laughs) to make these cogs these cogs and wheels but what came which cogs and wheels came first (laughs) Where are these cogs to make the other cogs who will valet the valet Ah,
0: see it got meta just like Survivor that's what I'm talking about (laughs) I'll give it a chance that's the shit I'm talking about
1: this is what this whole thing was about this
0: show is sponsored by Survivor I am rolling in it oh uh, Oh my uh, what TV shows did you watch when you were when you were younger did you have like appointment television when you were like a teenager did yeah. you have the sort of like got to watch
1: SNL or got to watch yeah it's got to watch SNL got to watch the Simpsons got to watch mystery science theater got to watch kids in the hall uh, when I found Mr. Show if I was able to find it it was it was never on at the yeah, same yeah I
0: feel like I saw all the Mr. show stuff after it had come out like on DVD or something for the same reason I was like, where's this Ben what yeah Wait, what I is remember
1: this? I remember like coming across it and being like oh wow that's the guy from Ben Stiller show Owen yeah. Kirk and then like recognizing cross from like a stand-up thing on Comedy yeah. Central and then like trying to tell my friends about it and I was like well it was it was Friday night at 11 and then like I tuned yeah. in the next week and it wasn't there yeah and, weird. but yeah those those were the shows that like you know i loved the critic the critic was when i came out oh yeah i thought it was so good yeah it was and it's real proto family guy too
0: oh for sure with
1: just like uh the the sketch show element of it I mean, yeah like, it's like oh it's kind of like that thing and yeah you set up the thing and you show the joke yeah but uh, I god really, that's true
0: i hadn't made that connection but of course it is that's a great show
1: yeah it's that's a something great we've talked we
0: talk about like trying to revive at sketch fest or something but oh, i don't really? know i can't like and i don't i'm totally speaking out of turn here but i i wouldn't be i can't remember why like how deep into it we've gotten it might honestly just be like john lovitz gets seventy five thousand dollars to show up to anything because <laughs> yeah. he can or whatever yeah. even though like people like that who aren't necessarily in the public eye but who can still command just based on stuff they've done like these incredible fees
1: that's true i mean that would be so great though even just a I I don't even know. I never really did any research of like who else did voices on that show. Like me neither. I
0: only think of it as Doris. John Lovett.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the, the dad. It was great. Like it's such a good show. Yeah, I got the DVDs. I'm I'm really like I I, I love it. But that yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess those were the shows. Like uh, it was just mainly comedy, and then I was just watching movies so much, like Mel Brooks movies over and over again. Oh yeah, yeah. Those
0: so. are they sort of lend themselves to multiple like. That old, that older school style of comedy where it's just imminently quotable and like you don't hear that as much now with certain, I mean, I'm sure there's like, of course, there are movies that people still quote, but
1: quoting like, I don't know, hangover The due date. I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know. Hangover
0: like, due date. Yep. they,
1: yeah, they might be. Yeah. I only said uh, I had a meeting with those guys earlier uh-huh. today. And I was just like, <laughs> trying to think of like two posters I saw. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think there are. I just don't think it's like you know. Also, also,
0: those weren't even from our era. Like that's we, true. I mean, you know, most of them weren't. Like,
1: but with the stuff doesn't seep into our it, brains as yeah. well. At an older age, you know, when you're kids, like you
0: You want that repetition of just watching the same thing over and over again, like it's feeding something in those cogs.
1: And how many people, like, do you hang out with that are all watching the same thing? Yeah. And so, and and how often do you see them to be able to talk about every episode? Yeah. And then, therefore, quote your favorite lines. And then it becomes part of the, it becomes part of your, you know, vernacular with just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah,
0: not many at all.
1: No, it's uh, I mean, that's always the thing I really like about when I uh, go see or go hang out with bands that have been on the road for a little bit. They have their secret language. Oh, God. Of of inside course. Jokes. It's so great. Yeah.
0: What were you as into music as you were into comedy shows and stuff when you were younger? yeah,
1: yeah. I was, I was just as in, I was into playing drums and like playing in punk bands and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And and I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I, I. She said, thinking back to the picture that he sent her. <laughs> I, I could show you some worse I mean, ones. that's pretty cool. She yeah. said
0: dubiously.
1: Um. Well, you know what's so funny? Uh, when we would do these live nerdist shows sometimes, and then we'd do these you know Q and A's uh, afterwards, and people would ask like, "How did you deal with being a nerd or uncool in school?" And I was just like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I mean, I know what I looked like, and I know what I liked, and it wasn't the mainstream, but that made me feel cool. Mm-hmm. That made me feel like I was I was in on something that no one else was. Yeah. And now saying that, like you, that's like that's the it's a negative connotation now. They right. call that being a hipster.
0: Right. Right. You always
1: know, you know, say, like, oh, you like bands no one's ever heard of. I was just yeah. Like, well, yeah, but that's that's not that's not my fault. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's not like I, it's like clearly some people Well yeah because
0: them. it's like there the implication there right is that you choose to be this person first and then choose the things you think help feed that identity second versus like no the you're going to like those bands whether or not it's cool or yeah. whether or not like it falls into a certain category. So it's not fair for you to be identified as like the guy who's like, well, one morning I woke up and decided to be a hipster. So I was like, first thing on the checklist, find some bands no one's heard yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: go into the miscellaneous section. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's really odd from, you know, wearing glasses like I did wearing, you know, Button up, collared plaid shirts for the most part. I got called. A Where nerd. was this, by the way?
0: For this is in of...
1: Hawaii. I, I was born and raised on Oahu, so I was wearing sweater vests and. Mm, uh, great. But I was told all I those crispy
0: gl- winters, those
1: you know, the leaves crunching mm-hmm. below. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, I didn't like when I was when I got glasses in the fourth grade. I thought that's what made you a nerd. Mm-hmm. I thought it, I didn't know it was you know it's just something that happened. I thought. Oh, you're now a nerd because you have glasses.
0: Yeah, I got glasses and braces pretty much right at the same time. And so yeah. all of a sudden, my whole face just had Different. accessories that were yeah. necessary and not a choice. And it's like, like yeah. I immediately stopped wearing earrings. I was in sixth oh, grade. Really? I was it's like, this too is, is too much metal. What's <laughs> happening?
1: I, I accessorize even more, you know, the collared shirts, the That's great, uh, You know, Argyle socks, sweater vests, uh, yeah. sweaters. In Hawaii, I know, dumb. really
0: everything you've described that you wore is just the opposite of what yeah. you should be wearing
1: there but it's also you know when you're growing up you start to kind of rebel against your surroundings yeah and, i mean that's you know. the
0: big question right is that being uh, i had never even been to uh to hawaii until probably five years ago now i've been three times wow. all for cons weirdly oh, wow. um but uh because i'm not i don't tend to be drawn to tropical weather honestly because <laughs> i would rather be wearing an argyle sweater frankly um but i but there really is to me that sense, and I've had people on the podcast who are from Hawaii. Should I say Hawaii? Uh,
1: you can I mean, say Hawaii. Like Hawaii. Hawaii.
0: There's a weird. That's like an in between. What's the in between? If you I want to pronounce it just, right, just
1: say Hawaii. Uh-huh. Just, like just.
0: Yeah, give it that, give it up a little, but hit don't that try to eye a little yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there really is that sense of like the the first time I went, I I had that <laughs> prop like. It, looking back now, and it probably can, can, maintains itself to this day. I think it is that sort of ap- apologetic white guilt. Um, why? Why is this part of the United States? How is this part of the United yeah. States? Should it be part of the United States? Yeah. Um, I love it here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was no like I'm getting right back on a plane. I, I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, but there but there really was that sense of like you feel like to me you really feel the distance. The literal distance mm-hmm. from the rest of the United States and you feel the cultural difference. And so I'm curious about that for you is, is if you feel like looking back, there is this sort of permission, like a different kind of vibe or a different kind of permission to kind of be... An outsider or you know what i'm saying i mean i was sense?
1: i was already an outsider within my own family uh just my dad's full portuguese i'm half portuguese but like so that side of my dad's family the family from hawaii they're all like they're all dark they're <laughs> all very dark skinned my dad's brown my brother got the brown skin uh-huh. uh, you know like cousins that are you know part filipino and hawaiian and portuguese and you know And um, I was already an outsider just from like the way I looked. I got taller than everybody right away. Yeah, Yeah, I needed glasses. I was (laughs) extremely white. Like uh, so, in that that permeated into just you know just being in Hawaii. I was a big, tall, white guy. uh, You know, easily able to be pointed out, picked on, uh, just because of just because of you know just racism. But it's not in Hawaii. It's not racism. It's just it's just you know. I don't want to say like you know uh, cultural ribbing. <laughs> it's, well,
0: no, I mean I was listening to this. There's um there's a podcast called Offshore that uh, I think it's in its second season now. I only listened to the first season, but um, but it, it's it's from it's it's stories from Hawaii and um uh, and the first story the first kind of season they mostly focused on uh the killing of a local man by uh an outsider. Soldier who I think was on leave even, oh, but he was still carrying a weapon and there yeah. was some sort of skerfuffle in the middle of the night at McDonald's when both of them, I think, were drunk. Yeah. And he ended up right. shooting and killing the, this man. Jeez. And so there's the, the whole political kind of drama of, you know, the local community saying this is beyond a shadow of a doubt murder. He murdered him. Yeah. Um, and then the government going like, well, now yeah. hold on, because this, this and this, so you have all these different sides. And they keep, he keeps being exonerated. Mm. And Hawaii keeps kind of trying to, fu- like, well, then we're going to charge him with this. Like, if there's, yeah. you know, so he's been retried. And I think he's awaiting retrial again. But it's, I really recommend it. It's a fascinating series of stories. I struggle with the girl's voice on, I will say on the podcast, <laughs> it's not her fault. Um, it's, I struggle with it. Uh, I think she's doing great reporting, um, <laughs> but uh, but but there's a lot about that at the beginning, particularly this idea of kind of what makes Hawaii so special because there are so many more colors than white. So it's not yes. like oh you're the majority. It's like everyone's kind of a minority. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. so everyone sort of there everyone's is mixed. more good nature, and so everyone kind of just jokes about everything yeah, without I mean, it being so I mean. like you know it's not fierce. it's not
1: cr- it's not like you know it's so it's the, it's also the just the way the humor is like you know like uh, rap replinger who was like a famous like hawaiian comic and uh, frank DeLima lima and andy bumatai and you know it's uh it's all very much based in race it's all you know what the pake do to the uh, the flip you know and it's like these are like kind of offensive terms they're uh-huh. not kind of they are offensive uh-huh. terms, but it's just that's just how people communicate with each other that's it's just a, it's just a description You know, it's just same, you know, it's like, oh, the Howley guy is like, he came in here and then that Samoan dude, uh, you know, punched him, you know, Uh uh, it's just the way everyone communicates and everyone it's, it's it's truly, you know, they say like at Los Angeles is like a melting pot, but it's, it's more of a, like a it's it's a it's more of a stew you know yeah. the, the, the elements are all separate from yeah, each other very much so. where hawaii is very much like a, just a soup it's just like everyone you're is gonna mixed be up. dealing
0: with each other yeah. And, yeah
1: yeah and you always it's like you know like the common questions you get when you're in you're from hawaii it's like uh oh you're from hawaii what school you went you know they, so that's that yeah. says that's the first question you usually get like which high school did you go to uh and then it's and then it kind of breaks down it's like oh like you know you everyone freely talks about their nationalities because everyone's a little bit like i was like oh i'm half portuguese i'm swedish and german and yeah. then you know my friend are was like oh i'm a quarter uh, hawaiian quarter portuguese and and then uh you know spanish and it's just everyone talks about it yeah. all the time it's just it's just a very big fact and I, I it's uh it's it's weird because it's like i could easily say it's you know as a like, howley you know I, I got messed with a ton but it's you know by and large it's like looking back i'm like i get it yeah. you know it's like it's just a way to single out it like a nerdy kid yeah but it is it is funny to like tell people about like i go well i i know what it's like to be <laughs> like beat yeah. up you know, because of the color of your skin and it's yeah. uh most people just kind of go no you don't yeah I go, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I remember one time someone I was trying to tell someone I was like, no, I, I know what it's like to just be like prejudiced and beat up and, or, you know, made fun of just because of something you can't help. And, uh, a, a guy said like, uh, yeah, but like, because you know, the Hawaiian islands were stolen from the, you know, the white people. I was like, tell that to like a, a like a gawky 11 year old kid, yeah go up to him and go, Hey, that's Simone kid. He was allowed to punch you yeah. because of something you, you got had to just doing. own it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's tough. That's a really tough conversation to have overall with kids, I think. That's where mm-hmm. it gets tricky because there's like the people talk about the sort of like golden time when you're really young and that doesn't come up as much or if it's there, it's so on the surface that it's like an in, in interest in each other mm-hmm. for those reasons for like physical reasons like your skin is different than mine. Yeah. Um and then and then it like evolving into an opportunity to get bullied or to bully but that's like, how do you have those conversations with children? How do you, know. because that w- there's already such a problem with, and this is, we'll move on from this topic, but <laughs> uh, there's already such a problem with adults feeling like, how do we make that, I'm not, okay, I I didn't do it, but I'm here and, and I have to take responsibility for what's happening right now, let alone yeah. what happened then. Like, yes, all of that led to this. And here are all the problems we're dealing with today yeah. without also feeling like, you know, like I don't know how to approach. I would. I'm. I'm sort of glad I don't have kids because yeah. I. I think yeah. I don't know what the right way to talk about that would be if there
1: is one. You know, it's. Uh, it is. It is really tough. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a straight white male. Uh Identifying as that and saying it. uh Like like having to say it. There's a group of guys that would call me a cuck and say I'm like I'm being apologetic for the white man. And yeah. I go, it's like, well, you. Yeah. You have to take it a little bit into consideration, right. you know, Those like the, the, like men's rights or uh, not all men, those kinds of guys. It's uh it's, it's, you know, but then you, you have to also um, have boundaries, I think, where last night a girl, uh, she was talking about how she works at this company. She does the same work as all these other guys. She doesn't get paid as much. And she like, and she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing to change that? And I said, uh, well, um, I'm not in charge. Uh, so I, what I'm going to do is like, I'm, I'm going to make it so that doesn't happen in, in what I have control. Yeah.
0: About. What do we, yeah. But we're, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, um, it's, you don't, don't make anybody a spokesperson for, you know, like a, a larger group's actions. It's just that the same idea of, you know, like a, a like a Muslim, like terrorist. It's just like, well. Uh, it's like, it's like, it's like, don't make that person a spokesper- you yeah. know, spokesperson for an entire huge swath of yeah. people.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, what, what school did you, Oh what?
1: Uh, what school I went? Uh, Kalaheo. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, it was at a school called St. Louis for a little bit, all boys Catholic school. I was going
0: to say it was a public or private. Yeah, are there I a lot a, of public schools? There's a lot of, oh, a
1: ton yeah. of public schools. They're all, all schools are terrible there. I mean, there's one, there's a handful of really good schools. There's Kamehameh, uh, which is like, you have to have a certain percentage of, uh. um, uh, Hawaiian blood uh, in you, and uh, then there's you know Iolani, which is like a nice school. Then there's the big, the biggest prep school there is, uh, Punahou, mm-hmm. which is you walking around it looks like one of the nicest college campuses you've ever been on, but it's K through 12, and that's where Obama went. Okay, um, and it's like it's just this incredibly great, great school.
0: Is that is that? expensive like is it yeah do, it's can locals go school. or is that more locals like so can and so go, go. it's just
1: really expensive it's like mm-hmm. it's you know by and large the population are uh like Howleys and uh, uh asian kids mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. So, but it's uh it's you know it's i remember uh, my bus would go by that school and i was just like this is crazy <laughs> and all the kids seem so smart uh but then i ended up i got kicked out of uh the, pri- the private school um, and then I went to a, a public school in my neighborhood for the first time. I was going to school in my own neighborhood mm-hmm. as opposed to having to drive to the other side of the island.
0: Yeah. Uh, where school. was your neighborhood? I only just, cause I was just there, uh, it was Kailua, your... uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh huh,
1: which is on the windward side. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, near, near the Kaneohe Marine base. It's uh, you know, there's uh, it's, it's the, you know, the Southwest shore.
0: hmm. Southwest shore. Yeah. I feel like, Hmm. I was trying to think about what side I was on. No, yeah, I think Sorry. It was, Southeast shore. shore. Southeast Shore. I was going well, yeah. to say, I feel like there's some really nice tide pooling around the Marine base that, um, yeah. that I drove to, uh, that was on. And that was, I think it was on the one side. So
1: yeah, there's the, yes, the Kanyohe Marine base. And then there's, uh, there was an air force base on the other side of my town Bellows and that's that they don't use that anymore. The bases are everywhere. It's like, you know, military is a huge, yeah. uh, aspect of living in Hawaii. Yeah. And
0: that's its own. That's another thing that I mean. That's what that podcast talks about too. Yeah. A
1: lot is the sort of like they're terrible. Yeah, like it's like I had to deal with those guys all the time. Just these bored good old boys, uh, just driving around, just bored out of their minds, just trying to look for trouble. Ugh. You know, it's like it's if I'm riding my bike down the street or you know walking, you hear like a truck behind you. And it's either like some like local guys or some marine guys, just like looking to start some shit.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like I that in in my mind in my very limited. Totally naive mind I think I would imagine that that would do the most cultural damage not the people who move there because they fall in love with it and they respect it and they are you know sort of howlies that want to integrate into yeah. that world that it would be more guys like that who are just like, we're here. Fuck you. Where's the beer? You know, like I don't, I didn't choose to be here. This isn't paradise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's a lot of that. Like, I mean, I remember even like, uh, when we were graduating high school, there was like two friends that joined the Marines and we're like, what are you doing? They're the, they're the enemy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I ran into one last time I was in town. I was shooting an episode of hit America there. And I, uh, saw a friend and, and like, um, he says, like he's like, like he got into so many fights because it's like he was in Hawaii, so he understood like how shitty Marines or uh, you know servicemen can be. So when they were you know like in you know Afghanistan or somewhere in Japan or you know just stationed at some other kind of small town, like he was like always on those guys' case. He's like, don't be oh, assholes. That's good. You know, like, it's, it's nice a, to
0: have one. Yeah, I'm sure there's more than that, but that it's yeah, yeah you sort of have to have to have that one person acting as a conscience is, I guess it is good that he joined. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, y- exactly, y- yes. This is like, I hate, I hate when I have to say things that make it clear that I'm old, but, <laughs> and I'm bringing you right in with me now. But um, because it's more remote, right? And because the internet was not a huge thing when you were coming into your own and learning about punk bands and yeah. stuff, like how, how, how were you finding out about that stuff?
1: Well, you it's know, it's not you, the
0: same. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying, I'm, but I, I'm oh, just, yeah. again, I'm so aware that it's so far away. It's yeah. just, it feels different than like, oh, my cousin from Cleveland is really into the clash and yeah. he would, when my parents <laughs> would drive over to, you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah. No, it's like, you know, that you're, you're very removed and also, you know, a lot of people just, they can get into bands cause bands are coming through town all the time. Yeah. You know, it's uh, you could still live in the middle of nowhere, but chances are you could drive to, you know, if you live yeah. near Chicago, you can drive to Chicago go see totally. some bands. And rare that uh, not too many bands came to Hawaii because it's expensive to go. Oh, yeah. You, you know, they won't make money. Some did. And we would always appreciate the bands that did. You know, I, I, I'm i like lifelong fans of some bands because they made the effort Creed. to come to Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I uh, I think, uh, you know, you just have one friend that gets there, you go to know you go to the punk shows and Yeah, you go to the record stores and you talk to the people at the record stores, and it just it was you know it's gonna sound like again like you know old, but like it was a simpler way of doing it, and it was it took a little bit of legwork to kind of find out about that stuff. Uh, You know, the internet would have been nice. (laughs) Some people had it, but I you know I think it was much more than like message boards. I didn't have. I had for a little bit of time. I had web TV, Mm -hmm. uh, which was the set top uh, box that went on the browser for your TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my first email address was barfthemog at T V.
0: <laughs> Perfect. As if you knew that you were going to want to look back and know yeah. that that was your first email address. Just really projecting.
1: Yeah, it. I know. There's a lot of stuff I did as a kid that I look back at and just like, I, you know, I'm not going to have kids, but like it's like I like to consider my younger self my son. And I go, mm-hmm. good job, buddy. <laughs> so proud of you. So proud of you
0: that's one of the things well okay two questions number one is there a difference between there? Is there something that comes into play with like local Hawaiian punk that is different from what was happening on the mainland like are there threads of other kind of cultural music that maybe because it was more of a melting pot yeah i mean or is it just pretty much like it was pretty we, much we want to like, sound and feel like that
1: yeah you wanted to, like most of the punks in hawaii wanted to be like as good as a mainland band yeah as we call them uh you know but it was funny cuz the scenes are so small you see the same people it's like so there was it's a, each band represented almost like a different facet of punk you okay. know? there was like these girls from the north shore uh they were like they would always have like a riot girl band uh-huh, and uh-huh. then there was uh they, there was a really great one called Sorry that I loved and I loved it cuz it's like they would go on stage and they're like hi we're Sorry great. and then they start playing great. but then you know then there was like the 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 numbskulls skulls who were like the ska like mm-hmm. clash operation ivy style punk uh-huh. band and then there was uh, you know, the, the catalogs, which was like, you know, like metal guys, okay. like doing like punk. God, if you had gr- said
0: that, if you had the catalogs, I would have guessed that it was more like new wave
1: punk. It but. was. It started off that no, way. Okay. And then they all got better at their instruments uh-huh. and playing <laughs> solos. But, you know, then there there is there is one band that's kind of indicative of Hawaii, Hawaiian culture. Uh, and that's this band Grapefruit has mm-hmm. been around since I was a kid and they're great but they really do they talk about hawaii in their songs they talk about surfing mm-hmm. um they you know they do they do have some surf songs they have some sometimes like chord like progressions that are very much like you would find on a ukulele but it's a three piece punk outfit mm-hmm. so it's uh that i would say that one band kind of personifies Hawaiian punk.
0: Grapefruit. I should listen to them. What, um, when you I'm started I'm not saying playing, they're very good. I should listen yeah. to them. I should make them my favorite band. Should, Is what I'm, just what I'm hearing down. you say. That's what I'm hearing you say.
1: Now, Janet.
0: Uh, okay. So I love Grapefruit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and so, did you start playing drums because you like that kind of music, or did you start playing like in band, or uh, how did and what and how was it? Drums,
1: no, I, I got into drums. I always loved like, like, you know, drumming on stuff, and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 I like hidden stuff. Uh, and then I remember, um, my brother got into playing guitar because he met some friends that like played guitar and he wanted to do it. And you know, I wanted to play drums, so you know, my parents got us instruments. Uh, they're always very good about any kind of creative, like if creative whims, they would always, you know, really push because I don't they weren't necessarily creative people, but mm-hmm. I think they really liked creative people. Mm-hmm. And so I think every time I would say like, I kind of want to learn how to like edit yeah, uh, or I want to shoot things or I want a camera. Like they would always be, they would always try to figure out a way so That's we cool. can be creative. Yeah, uh, And and so when uh, me and my brother got really into Metallica and so like, you know, we like I, we would like play Metallica songs and it was just basically just so I wanted to, you know, do something that looked cool mm-hmm. you know i just like playing drums was so neat to me and then yeah it's uh and and that and like being playing drums and like learning and not being very good but then like starting to see like getting see punk and listen to punk i go oh you don't even have to be that good <laughs> right. to like do it
0: right, right you know in
1: your head and which is like you know the thing is like my brother's an amazing guitar player but he was always thinking he had to be as good as all these other guys and then he, he was like well once i'm better i can play in bands and then yeah. he just never felt he was good yeah, enough to yeah. play in bands because he's...
0: You could do that yeah. forever with guitar,
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah, There's always exactly. going to be
0: somebody who's like a
1: maestro and... Yeah, And then, yeah. But it's like, you know, but they won't. They don't know how to work with other people and write songs. That's right, that's you right. You know, it's like I, I me and my friend Donald, he started playing bass. We just started like making songs, and that was like the earliest, yeah. You know, and like, like earliest it's just of like pressing record on a boombox, making yeah. stuff, and like starting to make stuff. Yeah. And that's still like, it's like I need that to this day... Like I need to make a video, like at least once a day, like make a little song on my computer or make a little video for Instagram. Like I need these little things that are creative accomplishments, I guess. Just something to show for it afterwards.
0: That's great. Yeah, I mean well, it's important. My dad plays the drums, and I he he had the drum set set up a lot um, when I was younger, and he had like these huge, like for me at the time, like almost my height speakers that would just you know flank him and oh, just wow. like blast whatever he, would play, he would along. play along to. That's awesome. And so that's what I like. I learned how to play the drums along to stuff, but. I was playing guitar and classical guitar wow. at that time. Um, but like the concept of like just practicing without people or just having drums around, um, to me still was like, even though I was around it, I still was like, yeah, but you can't like write a song. <laughs> like, how are you right? Are you do you know, like, yeah. you know, and so I, I, that's, and also they were just very loud. So they like, yeah, I yeah. really had to be in the mood to deal with it. Um, <laughs>
1: But I, yeah, that's I haven't. A different, it's just a
0: different, like the drums to me seem, well, and the bass too is the same thing. It was like, oh, that's why so many people pick up guitar or do piano, I think, because you can sort of have a completeness to that without yeah. necessarily the other pieces. But when you're a drummer, it's harder to, it would be harder for me to oh, like yeah. think about that stuff without Yeah. The band.
1: It is. I mean, like, I I recently like a couple of years ago got like a lockout rehearsal space in Glassell Park uh, where I can keep my drums and yeah. friends can keep their amps and I was just going and playing. I would go like you know it almost replaced therapy. I would go and I would sweat and hit these sure. like drums and you're it's meditative because you're just you're just in the, the now moment when you're playing an instrument. You're just in that moment right there. Yeah. All you're thinking about is the next thing you're going to do. Yeah, and you're not thinking about anything else because uh, if, if you do you. The beat will suffer, yeah. And those so thi-
0: those those things, like for me, yeah, improv yeah. now is the the most kind of, or even doing this podcast. Like, there's no room for me to really wander yeah. with my brain and it really is like
1: it's refreshing when you're done with yeah it. the year yeah. i
0: did the the year the year before last i did more sketch fest shows as a performer than i ever had and i was like this is gonna be a disaster why did i say yes to all this stuff and then i turned out to be the most relaxed i've ever been because i had so many oh, breaks wow. yeah where i couldn't worry about anything oh, else shit. and i was like what a revelation that's because the rest of the time if i'm watching a show which is so rare anyway yeah. i'll be like okay we got it da, 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 da. and so yeah. to actually like, just go on stage and go I don't know none of those things can be my problem right now I just have to do this turned out to be like the closest thing to meditation
1: that's really during, cool. yeah it was, it was it a again? strange
0: experience well this last year I did I definitely did more shows I did I mean I did more shows than usual I I really I think I capped out the year yeah. before that it was it was a little out of control Shit. like it got to the point where and I feel this way some years anyway but I really felt embarrassed when I would get introduced by the last weekend I was like oh this yeah. is so <laughs> self-serving gross like I'm so. I'm sorry. Yeah yeah this is my band i'm sorry
1: i know but it's 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 also one of those things where it's like you know you put on the you put on the show and you don't want to you don't want to oversteer your welcome like or what was that guy uh josh that used to put on shows all the time and like he would always give himself like the sweetest spot uh-huh. it's like don't do that yeah they put yourself on the show but yeah. like don't like you know don't it's like and now <laughs> you know her <laughs> You love so her. Cool. She's the reason this whole thing uh, is happening.
0: Well, and that's the other thing. As I sort of wish that now. Now this is just a podcast about me, but I <laughs> I sort of wish that people wouldn't acknowledge that I founded Sketchfest because that made it yeah. even worse. Where I just want somebody to be like, she's on this show, and or she's an improviser. Yeah. And, cause then it draws more attention to being like, well, she's down here because. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because we I have guess, to. Man, I,
0: want to be here. I, I guess man, if man, we man, man. want to
1: keep on doing the festival, we yeah. have to have her on. <laughs> That's right. Hey, let me play with y'all. I, I
0: want to make it clear: I'm not volunteering myself for 99 of these yeah. shows. I'm being asked, <laughs> and a lot of the time, it really is like someone just dropped out. Will you do it? Yeah. <laughs> and you, well, we don't, we don't have to announce you. You'll just be the person who fills in and like kind of
1: helps with this problem. Are you gonna do? Are you ever gonna do like a 10th anniversary Vampire Reunion? Vampire
0: <laughs> I would love to uh, I would love to Who is the That's other really girl in that? Kit Pongeti
1: That's right Yeah
0: she still plays Music and stuff um, But uh, yeah It's just one of those Things where our Schedules Like it, it's one of Those things where For reals For some And it isn't it isn't like representative of the rest of our lives, but for some fucking reason, whenever we make a plan, something very real happens, but it took us so long to narrow down to that one window. Like, okay, she has childcare on this day. She has a kid, you know, she has childcare on this day. This can happen. And then it will be like, her car got hit. Like it will just, or it will be just me, or like, me. It will yeah. be something like that where we're like, I don't know why the universe does not want us to see each other. <laughs> but we, there's there's just a spate of that whenever yeah. we try. Um, have you but talked no, that about that on the podcast before? I have, yeah. yeah. I, I don't talk about it very often, but one of the songs is kind of out there and. Um, and a lot of Cora fans find it, and so like oh, nice. some sometimes people will like sync her really? as if she like take footage and make it go to the song. That's like funny and weird.
1: Is that crazy? Like. You've been you you've done so many things in comedy and acting and performing and like a, a festival like shows. The, you're
0: now you're hosting my podcast. Let's be honest, <laughs> you're too good of a podcaster you can't help yourself. I do. Listen, I do it on other people's podcasts too. Yeah, I you. <laughs>
1: it's also it's like it's like I'm sure the same where it's like it's like starting to get uncomfortable <laughs> talking about myself too much. But I mean, and it's and I'll bring it back to me uh, if you need. Uh, but it's because be Mister Science Theater is like you know a lot of people are going like i never heard of you before this and i like oh, that's yeah. that's fine yeah. yeah uh but then it's like that stuff that starts out where people are starting to find other things mm-hmm. i've done and like
0: i think you and i are very similar in that way we yeah. sort of have all these different pockets that we've participated in something and it takes sometimes one thing for someone to one totally different thing for someone to be like oh i didn't know oh yeah. and then i started and then i found oh you do that yeah. yeah
1: and it makes me think like about other people that did so many different things like you know i always wonder it's like it's like i really like you know kevin bacon movies but i'm not gonna go check out his band (laughs) and i it's a yeah it's a it's i wonder well
0: maybe it's for the best then that you to not be known for just this one thing from the beginning or early close to the beginning so that then you're that guy now you can be like that's what i tell myself i guess yeah it's like no i can be a bunch of different things like that thing I was talking about before we started, where yeah. I'm like, I'm doing this thing. Like, I feel like it seems insane to me to be doing it. Um, but at the same time, I have enough things I can point to that are like, no, hold on. I did this and I did this and yeah. I did that. And if you think, you know what I mean? So yeah. it doesn't feel as much like, oh, this person who's, you know,
1: can't just can't find, she's, a, yeah. can't find what she wants.
0: Or yeah, or like, <laughs> oh I think we all know who that person is. That's a person who's a stand-up. She's a stand-up comedian yeah. and she can't do anything else or whatever. Yeah. So
1: I mean I started a band. Like I have a, like a band with two other guys now. Yeah, but
0: that just isn't not there's you're so transparent about your love of music from the very beginning of that's, your career that's that there's true. nothing surprising about that. Like that's it a makes good point. perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. It would be weird for you to be like, I guess I felt like I couldn't have a band because you know. know, I knew comedy
1: yeah I mean I there was there you I think a a bad thing that happens in probably just in like social aspects but also in this business is that you are kind of forced to compartmentalize yourself and you because you have to be quick it's like everyone you're meeting so many people and when someone's like what do you do you have to have the definitive thing you do uh, improviser, sketch comedian, yeah. <laughs> comic. You can't go, well, I, I I write stuff, but I also direct some things and I made yeah. a couple of music videos, but then I also like I yeah. act in a thing. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's so hard when, you know, someone, they always go, like, you know, when they're writing your name, it's like, oh, what do you want? Do you want to say actor, writer? I go, yeah. I don't want to. Oh wanna yeah, that fucking. is
0: rough. I hate that too. Yeah, What it's, a first world problem. It really is, it, it, you know,
1: but it's, it's, it's interesting to see. It's like, because you go to like, you go to cons now, and the people that you're talking to at cons have probably, and this is no detriment to them. But like, will n- most likely not ever know about like Stan versus Evil. Yeah, I it's mean, very I possible. Think, I mean, like yeah. cons, I'm surely like, because it's a horror. Yeah, element no, thing. but
0: it's definitely true. And so there is always that really surprising moment. It's it's getting less so now. Um, at the beginning, when I first started doing them, it really was like every once in a while someone would be like. Like, oh, like almost apologetic, yeah, like yeah. the same thing. Like, um, I actually have never watched this show, but um, I love you on the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah, and yeah. I would be like, oh, hello. Like yeah. somehow they got special treatment, as if they were better than yeah. the rest of the wonderful people that were waiting in line, just because it was like the the one person yeah. who knew this other thing. But I guess that is something that people preach. Like I feel like I've told people that I'm a huge fan of. If if you ca- if you do like. I mean, it may be a little bit obvious if you're doing it on purpose. Like, let me find something obscure that uh, no one else says anything about. But if it's sincere and it really is like, hey, this thing that I don't, you know, I love this thing. And they're like, oh, my God, no one ever says anything about that. Thank you. Yeah. It does feel good, I guess. There is that sort of break from the.
1: It is. It is very nice. I mean, like even uh, last time when I was down at, I think it was San Diego Comic-Con, like people. And it's like the same thing. They kind of, it's like an aside the way they go. It's like, hey, Joan Ray. Hey. I like in America (laughs) which is essentially saying like I know all these bozos are going to say nerdist or they're going to say MST but me uh, I like the deep, I like the deep.
0: Theme. Oh man. But the, yeah, that's true for you that I absolutely see that. Are you guys going to do cons and stuff? I mean, you're, it's, there's
1: you're a tour that's, that's being to planned go. right now. Okay. A live tour, uh, which will you know be longer, uh, than I'd like, uh-huh. but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, that's, I'd love to see it's, a. Uh, I've talked to a bunch of people. Like I talked to Arthur Darville, who was, he was a companion, uh, mm-hmm. on, um, Dr. Who for a while. And, uh, I've talked to other people that just do like cons and Felicia, yeah, yeah. and I, I, it's like I and will we like it's like I go, what is it like when you just go and you're just sitting at your table, yeah, and they're like they're like sometimes it's neat, sometimes yeah. it feels weird, sometimes it sucks, yeah, and like I just I don't know, it's like it seems like a great way to make uh a little bit of money so you don't have to take every job, yeah, that's the way like will like he yeah and that same Arthur Darville's the same way he's like I go down to like a couple Australian cons, and I make like you know half a year yeah. uh, like of worth of money, um. So I don't yeah. have to like go and do a play I don't want to do or you know something like that. And
0: that really is a huge gift. But the, yeah. yeah, I think the trade off is that the, you. It feels like it would be really fun to do that when you're sort of you feel kind of done with a with a lot of stuff. You don't feel like you're still like working to kind of become known for something else. I yeah. think the in between that I see that seems to me to me personally emotionally would be the hardest is if I. If if all I got from people every moment was so what have you been up to you know what I mean like oh, so what yeah. else do you you know yeah. and people some people ask me that but for the most part people are aware that like there's a lot of other stuff I'm doing but yeah. it would be really hard for someone to be like ah oh, yeah so what happened like there yeah, really yeah. is that vibe and people don't mean it in a bad way yeah but there is that vibe of like gosh oh wow what the the golden years huh oh
1: god you know
0: and you're just like oh is it even worth that person's you know the money that person's making hopefully yeah because it doesn't matter like you can blow it off if you don't care but a lot of people who are creative and artistic and oh, wish that they it. were on a hit show now yeah. i'm sure it does like you know i'm sure it is like oh, uh, my albatross that yeah. pays me a lot of money
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh i i, I don't know how it, like how if i'll ever do it or, or it's you know it's just you know would it, you
0: as a young person would you ever have g- I mean, given the opportunity i know that you were in a, in a an environment where it didn't happen as often or maybe not at all because it really weren't cons even that i can think of i'm sure there were like star trek conventions that i could have gone to in arizona but yeah. um like would you have waited in line to meet you know if like if it if like you know the kids in the hall were doing like a signing somewhere yeah would you would have been a person who would have
1: yeah i yeah. mean i I, uh, I stood in line yeah, I was in sixth grade. I was—I like, I don't even know if I—I I, I watched Power Rangers, but I wasn't obsessed <laughs> with it. But there were some guys I was friends with that were obsessed, and the Pink Power Ranger was doing a signing uh-huh. uh, at like some fair, and like we went in line, paid five bucks, got a Polaroid, and uh, I guess I, I, I guess I would, and I also like you know I went uh, there was a the Hawaii International Film Festival, and there was a, a French movie uh, with Bruce Campbell in it, and Bruce oh, Campbell was going to be at the yeah. screening. And so, like, I went, waited in line, got tickets sure. for that movie, brought my copy of uh, Evil Dead Two on VHS to yeah. help him sign. So yeah, I guess, I guess it's neat. I guess it's just you know, it could be my like my self esteem uh, like getting in the way of being like, oh, who wants to meet me? Yeah, what do they care? Yeah, I just, you know, I'm I'm just a fan that did okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I want to be able to really say if I would or not. It's like it's I. I try to live my life, and this is going to sound dumb, but I try to live my life like to impress my younger self.
0: I totally get that. Yeah. I I I mean, I I think you're doing, like, I think I overheard when we did that Plan 9 reading, I think I overheard someone asking you about that, but like knowing that you had been a fan of MST3K and and being like, is it so weird? Is Mm. it so crazy that like you're part of the sort of next generation of it? That's.
1: It's, I mean, people are sending me like, Tweets of videos of their kids like singing along to the songs we're doing and and like they're like they're, you're the only host they've ever known ah, Yeah, insane. I know yeah. it's really weird it's great. and it's it's um, I, Yeah, I don't know how to I don't, I don't know how to handle it too much. It's, it's weird cuz it's like such a big thing. It's the biggest thing I've ever done It's also like the most widespread thing because right. it's Netflix and it's also Netflix in all English-speaking countries Right nothing right, I've ever done. has right. gone out of the States outside yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, and and uh, it's you know it's so funny because in, like in the last year, I went from um, I was like making the meltdown, and we we're making like season three of the meltdown at the same time as wrapping up uh, season one of Hit America and writing Mister Science Year Three Thousand and then shooting Mister Science Year Three Thousand, taking a break from writing Hit America season two, yeah. uh, then shooting meltdown and it was and then into shooting and editing. Um, uh, Hidden America and then right when that was done it was promotion for we got started doing promotion yeah. for and it was uh, and and yet like and that all like it was all happening all at once uh, you know both shows are coming out right now and I still have people going so what's next? <laughs> <It's intense. laughs> and like, what's what <laughs> fuck you I'm tired <laughs> and my and my agents and managers are like getting me to these meetings they're like tell them what you want to do I was like I want to sleep yeah I want to sleep yeah
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a tough train to some people that we know, uh, that's what they need. They have to always have that they have to always have that next meeting. And some people don't have that same kind of energy level or that desire. And I think it's hard to, it's hard to be able to get off that train for a second if everybody else is like, listen, I'm profiting off you too. So let's yeah. get you into those rooms. And that's not what every you know, people who believe in you are excited about all these things that are happening, but yeah. it's nice to be able to take a step back and go like, all right, listen, everybody, let's just hold on. Yeah. And let me know, not burn out for a second. I've tried
1: to like, I've tried to instill that in my, my, my reps. Like I, I go, I'm you know, I'm not here to, I'm not here to make us all like a bunch of money. I'm not here to like get famous. I'm Literally here just to do jobs that I want to do, and it's it took him a while to get into that mindset. uh, You know, our mutual friend Tom Dieter is like uh, when when we we talk about that, he's always like he's like that's that Hawaiian in you that's, right, it's like, that's not, right not too much bro that's just good take it easy i
0: think it's so good i yeah. really do and i cannot say enough good things about hidden america it's so oh, great
1: thanks you're so funny in it i'm so glad that that one turned out i'm so glad you brought that up uh i do appear in no
0: um i'm excited and nervous uh i won't give away what i did but yeah. i didn't think twice about it i think i saw you afterwards and all of a sudden i was like yeah. oh no am i in the potentially most offensive one like am i gonna get hate tweets about this oh shit
1: we there was a you're couple well. lines walked this season i mean last season too i said yeah. said the n word you know yeah. it's uh, but it's in the context of a guy that shouldn't be saying it right mm. right uh i'd like to think i mean the joke on it is about uh polish jokes right and so we'll just right. say it. it's like yeah uh it like the joke of about it is the idea of it. The right. joke is about the joke. Yeah. Or the sketch is about I the think, jokes. And
0: that I guess that's the key is like I think that anybody who is watching your show anyway, like they totally get every though I, I imagine yeah. they would take things in the spirit they would intend it. It's not I'm like sure. we're putting it on like Regis and Kelly. Nope, that's not a thing anymore.
1: Yeah. Whoever <laughs> it is that Kelly
0: Ripa hosts a show. Like it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden out of context. It's like here's this
1: thing Yeah, yeah. For exactly. everyone to go like, what yeah, my, my barometer uh, sometimes is like I'll, I'll send stuff to uh, Shadi, uh, yeah. our, our friend yeah, who's sure. trans. Yeah. And like, and because she's usually pretty good at like just with her own experience, like yeah. scoping out other stuff that yep, might yep, yep. tinge people. Uh, and there's even in our, we have a like a quick one we come back joke, like one of our little quick hit jokes, which is a. Um, you know, like we talk to trans chronologists, people who feel they belong in a different part of time. Ah, and it's like, and then, like yeah. next to like a Shakespearean looking dude and a, a person in a knight, like uh-huh. knight armor. And then there's Josie Long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what time do you belong in? And she's like, she's like, you know, that time between uh, Park Life and The Great Escape. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: That's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. And That's so, great. but it's like, you know, it's, it is kind of, it's, it's, it's an analogous joke. To the idea of uh, any any sort of trans mm-hmm. uh, attitude, uh, but we we you know the 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 joke isn't about like saying belittling it. It's just saying it's like uh, if that, then what? Right, right. Which, which is and so, had, you know, and you
0: said that you passed that. Shadi saw and all all them yeah. and
1: she didn't even you know should like nothing. She didn't, yeah, you know. I think
0: that's good to have that. That it's that it is walking that fine line and that sort of. Takes us back, and then I'll get into this mash game because we can't get into the whole politics of everything. But again, <laughs> like it's that position of being, you know, you 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 created a show, and you are a straight white male, um, mm-hmm. but also like you're super funny and you've got a great heart and like, it's okay to make fun of stuff, but it's hard. I think it, you know what I mean? Like you might think of it differently than somebody who is a person of color or is a woman or is, you know, coming at it from like, well, listen, I'm a black gay woman. So fuck all of you. If you don't think I can make fun of whatever the fuck I want, like I've earned it, you know what I mean? And so I think I, I, that's how I think I walked away. Like afterwards, not thinking about, you or you're like oh he's a straight white guy but for me I was like no, I'm like a blonde (laughs) blue-eyed white woman like making fun of this do I get to yeah well
1: I mean in, in my head it's um it's not my job to say what is and isn't offensive it's it's like I have to like as as a comedian have to go to where I think it's to the breaking point yeah and then um it's like, you know, it's, it's what you do after someone says something uh-huh. that's more important. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, Hey, that was a that's bit true. much. And I go, okay, point taken. I'm sorry. Right. right. There's sometimes you, you know, it's, um, we're not going to get into the whole conversation about like, you know, uh, trigger words and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, even with Mr. Science Theater 3000, I see like, uh, some guy said really an adoption joke, uh, 10 minutes into the first episode and I was <laughs> like, and like, all the all the the riff is is just like it's like uh, like knowing that he'll never know like this deep dark secret he was adopted. It's just that's no. the and and then there was someone like there was some other one where someone was just saying like I can't believe you made a joke about like you know, chemtrail. I don't know. It was, like, or, yeah, it was just something like stuff where I'm just like someone's always going to have some kind yeah. of problem with it, you know. And- <laughs>
0: And then the, the, the like internal immediate response is like, Oh my God, I've said so much worse than all of those things. Please don't dig into my archives, please. (laughs) You're not the person to listen to me. Yeah.
1: No, it's like, Uh, it's, it's, you know, you want to, you want to be sensitive to that stuff, but, um, if you think about any kind of classic comedy is that sometimes you know like it when the march brothers are like ruining a banquet mm-hmm. it's like if the person's going like if the straight woman is going like well this is fine yeah <laughs> it's like someone has to be like flabbergasted either on screen or off someone has to be like yep. this is too much yeah. <laughs>
0: Seriously, that was a really offensive scene in that Marks Brothers movie. I, yes. I've never yeah. gotten over it. <laughs> so much food. So it's much just food going to wasting. waste. Think about all those people. Yeah.
1: Someone, someone said that oh about there was a clip God. of Bourdain pulling a pizza slice in America, pulling a slice out of my hand, throwing it away. And like a person was like, there's starving people in oh the world. God. You're just throwing no, away pizza. You're go, in
0: the wrong place, person. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Pick your battles. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited about that season. So, um, for those of you who who have not subscribed, I'm telling you right now that CISO is chock full of great programming. Um, And I would say this about Take My Wife as well, but it, it's like worth it just for your show. Like oh, even if you no. never saw anything else, it would have been worth Thanks. it. Um, also, Flowers is my favorite
1: over. show on there right now.
0: Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah,
1: Flowers is a... F- okay. Can- I haven't even seen Flowers. Oh, it's so great. I,
0: I, I don't have CISO.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, just get, I just get access to everything. Yeah. I know that's bad. Uh, you know what? to get CISO. Um, I think in the beginning I was like, oh, I've done all these shows. That seems self-serving. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's
1: one of those, you know, I I, I think about that sometimes. I'm, I'm like, ah, if I, 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 I subscribed. I didn't yeah. get a free subscription.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't have a subscription. It's yeah. just like people being like, you should see this, you know, like here, check out this link and da, 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 But do, also the same thing. It's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Like I subscribe to things that I, uh, for, watch far less on. Yeah. So what am I doing? What <laughs> At am least I doing? This is
1: like it's, it's kids in the halls all on there. Yeah, all the Monty Python. It's got and it's my no-brainer. favorite thing is I mean but outside the fact that it's got Nathan Barley, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah, I mean you know.
0: a lot of stuff that yeah. like I just have on old seat like DVDs. Yeah,
1: stuff. exactly. But I also love that they have everything Alan Partridge. Oh, it's great. So like pretty much everything Steve Coogan's done is on C. that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, they
0: got a gold mine over there. Um, okay, Chona, let's get into the Nash game. Let's do it. Stat. Um, okay, first uh first one this feels like a, a an obvious must. Um three bands uh around disbanded, living or dead that uh in this alternate mash universe you get to play with and hang out with.
1: Ooh. Mm. That would be uh probably a minor threat. Okay. Um that would be uh what else would it be? Uh probably uh I'd say the weaker thans and uh this is a this is a tough question
0: i'm getting right into the stuff stuff also it's improv and you'll regret
1: all your answers it's (laughs) it's
0: just part of the process it's part of the healing process all right
1: uh and then i'll i'll say uh i'll say uh the replacements great because that would be fun just drinking with those those trouble boys oh
0: heck yeah Okay. Um, all right. Next category is uh, three places that you would have a vacation home, but these are uh, not real places. So it could be, you know, the moon event or it could oh. be, it could, or it could be like the moon or under the water, but something that's not practical for, because it's either fictitious or yeah, sort yeah. of impossible. Uh,
1: right out, uh, right outside of Hogwarts. Great. Um, I'd go there. I'd go.
0: Hopefully t- not next to the Whomping Willow. <laughs> oh, my, right,
1: right. <laughs> um and then uh I'd, I'd probably uh uh tomorrowland oh great and um
0: although how did you see that movie
1: no i did not
0: i, sh- I shake my i shake my head <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, i shake my head don't don't bother um and then i'd probably uh oh yeah you know what this is still uh, you know not to go full disney but uh main street usa if that was oh, like a yeah, real town great. yeah Right. And I would just have the song Penny Lane playing over and over right. again.
0: Great. God, I wish I could live in Tron. You just remind me of that because of Tomorrowland and the fact that the old people mover used to take you through. Like, I would ride the people mover over and over oh, just really? to get this like tiny swath of
1: <laughs> land
0: where you're just inside and there's... I'm sure it's not even on the top. There's just like a movie screens on oh, all, on yeah, all yeah. sides and you're in the grid of like where the, anyway.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Um, it was, it was short, but so sweet. Uh, okay. <laughs> Next category is, uh, listen, I'm just going to get this out of the way because I always feel bad when I enjoy the spouse of a person who's on this as if this mm-hmm. is a serious thing. Um, three people could be characters from movies could be like the young Lauren Hutton. Yeah. um, Anything like that? Three uh, ladies for alternate universe uh, sexy times, or okay. like my alternate universe life.
1: Uh, so three. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'd say you uh, and McGregor from Beginners.
0: I love what's happening right now.
1: <laughs> uh, I'd say, uh, oh, man, this is uh, oh, um, Patricia Arquette's character uh, from Ed Wood oh great yeah because she was so nice and sweet Ugh, uh, but it is based off a real a person such a crush so, on her yeah.
0: such a terrible crush on her did you see there was this there's this lifetime movie called Wildflower that she was in with Reese Witherspoon when they were both teenagers oh wow! and she's she was it was like she was like a like a like an enfant sauvage like a Nell kind of character oh, who had like been abused and then was living alone in the middle of somewhere and like Reese Witherspoon just discovers her and brings her into her home Oh, weird. and I seriously was like I love her so much I love her so much <laughs> okay Patricia Arquette and Edward. okay what's your yeah. third one?
1: Uh, third one would be um, oh, man these are tougher than I thought they would be <laughs> i so, so slow when it comes to remembering stuff. I uh, am
0: too. I've cr- I, I do a game that is ironically the thing I'm worst at. And <laughs> when when the tables are turned, hundred uh, percent.
1: And I, I'm gonna have to say, uh, gosh, she's not. She's like a terrible person in it. But uh, just because I'm a huge fan of uh, um. Winona Rider and Reality Bites. Oh, great. Because that's for me peak Winona Rider.
0: Yep. Understood. Great. Okay. All right. Uh, next category three foods that in this world are uh, not great for you for one reason or another, allergies, calories, whatever, mm-hmm. that in this alternate universe uh, you can have in perpetuity, snap of your fingers. And it can also be something that's hard to access here. Like, oh, the one sushi roll that I get and da da da, or oh, that okay. I had one time. Uh, anything that you would want like in excess that is in this, this new universe we're creating actually good for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, chicken burrito. Great. Um, from cactus taqueria. Great. <laughs> um,
0: Specificity is, is encouraged. Yes.
1: Uh, uh, a spam musubi, which is uh, essentially, you know, seaweed wrapped around rice and a, yeah. a little griddled spam and, uh, and, and, and uh oh and uh, uh chicken katsu curry rice.
0: Great. God, all of these things okay, maybe not the burrito, but um have you been to Oahu since the in that in the um the mall? Alamoana? Yeah, in the Ala Moana mall, the little uh like, there's a whole downstairs underground area now that's basically just a Japanese uh, uh, just a Japanese market
1: of foods. Oh, wow.
0: It's pretty impressive. That's really cool. Yeah, it's super, like, great and authentic and,
1: like, just oh, amazing wow. food. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll, if I'm a little homesick, I'll make a trip down to, like, a Mitsua market or... Mm-hmm. or a- you know, to go to like Sotel. Yeah. yeah. Sottel
0: is a is a good that's my um optometrist is Japanese and he's down in Little Tokyo. And oh, so nice. I always I get excited to go to like the Kinukuniya bookstore and yeah. like all the little places that are down there.
1: Yeah, uh, Little Tokyo, uh my it's my New Year's uh I don't really do a lot of stuff like like annually or like it's like yeah, I don't have a tradition, like a tradition with a lot yeah. of things. Uh, but every New Year's Day, I go down to Little Tokyo and get ramen. Nice, because it's like it's like so fun because it's good for like a little. If you have a little bit of a hangover, but yeah, also it's yeah. like there's like people doing taka-taka drums yeah. and there's like all this like uh, festival stuff going that's on. That's a so,
0: good. That's a good best kept secret. Yeah, I'm excited for you to do that. Hit America episode. Maybe mm-hmm. you already did. Um, okay, uh, next category is. Let's do three skills, not like superhero skills, but just like real life skills that you wake up with tomorrow. You sort of downloaded Matrix style.
1: Okay. Um, uh, piano. Great. Um, uh, jiu-jitsu. Great. Uh, mainly because after feeling Anthony Bourdain's body, who uh-huh. does jujitsu, jitsu was, was like hugging a statue. I saw that guy at
0: the Emmys. He was like made of like wire, just like muscle and yeah. wire. It's like, it's and he, it's it just insane. because he does jujitsu. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and uh, real skill? Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd say like well, a... Well, what were you going to say? Uh, like, you know, how to create like a combustion engine that like... Oh, no, uh,
0: I'm going to put that on there.
1: All right. Like, a, you know, like a non-fossil fuel burning uh, reusable yeah. <laughs> fuel yeah. source. Yeah.
0: Great. Because I choose to believe that's possible. Yeah, really? Um, okay, next category. Movie three movies that you can jump into and live in and interact with the characters. You're not recreating the plot, it's just like, Oh, these are characters and a world I can hang out in.
1: Days and Confused, great. Right. Um, Ed Wood,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and um, That Thing You Do.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that in a heck of a long
1: time. I highly recommend the Tom Hanks edition, which is the director's cut. Oh. it's it's uh it's a way better movie i love that movie i love it so much but it's uh was like a couple things that were cut out for time that just make it sing oh that's
0: great okay i'm excited to watch that that's awesome uh okay let's do let's do now this is different than um playing with bands and you hang out with this is like soundtrack of your life sort of it doesn't have to be like Ennio Morricone but Mm -hmm. um, you know you're driving somewhere in LA or you're on a hike or wherever you know you're shooting you're on a plane this is three people it can be band singer songwriter it can Mm -hmm. be composers uh, that there's as to uh, up until now never before heard music that's just kind of being composed simultaneously to your life and whatever you're feeling and doing in the moment
1: three Uh, anything about the weaker thans great um um I'd say uh magnetic fields Mm -hmm. always yeah yep always kind of does that Uh, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah it's oh Nick Drake oh
0: god that is absolutely on my list yeah that's he's really that anything that's like that that's happy sad like, Chris yeah. Gonzalez is the same for me. Anything that sort of feels, like, moody and contemplative, but somehow doesn't depress me. Yeah. Because there's a lot that does depress me. Like, I yeah. can't. There's it, there's a tipping point at which I'm like, ugh, get over <laughs> it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there was, uh, I, just today, driving around, I think it was, like, uh, Sirius XM, like, did a uh, Nick Drake, Sparkle Horse, and Elliot Smith all in a row. And I was, I was like, this is nice.
0: Yeah. See, that for me, agreed, agreed. And then when I get to Elliot Smith, I'm like, God, I'm depressed.
1: Yeah, like, really it's... The earlier that, stuff is a bit more jaunty. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Like when he does like a waltz. No, you
0: know? you're right. You're right and the earlier stuff is what I liked most. Yeah. I think maybe I'm now I'm I'm conflating his actual life and death.
1: Yes. that's just separate to the artist from. from the artist <laughs> from the suicide.
0: Someone the other day was like, "How did Elliot Smith die?" again I was like, I'm pretty sure it was from stab wounds to the chest that they said he did himself, yeah. but that can't be right. Re- like, I immediately doubted myself. Like, my my lizard brain knew exactly how he died, yeah. but as soon as I was saying the words, I was like, but that's not real. Let yeah. me look that up. And then I looked it up. I was like, mm, it totally is real. Yeah, it totally is real.
1: Yeah. Oh. And also, yeah, Sparkle Horse also killed himself.
0: That's true. Well... Yeah. And Nick Drake also. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. okay. Well, listen. Uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, keep on making music. <laughs>
1: keep on, keep uh, on. Shit,
0: everybody. Um, okay, I had my my last one. I was so excited about it. Now I've totally blanked on what it was. Hold on, hold on. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. It may not be coming to me. <laughs> what was it?
1: So it was, we had food, movies, girls.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the soundtrack. We've got... I can't remember what it was. Um, oh yeah, I can I can't, I do remember. It's, this is sort of funny for me to remember. Uh- because what I was going to say was three things that you get to experience again for the first time, much like almost me saying this question because (laughs) I forgot I said it the first time I was going to say it. Uh, so, you know, it can be as simple as like the first time I heard this band live or it can be the first time I had sex or it can be the first time I saw this movie because it blew my mind and you kind of, I kind of wish I could see it without knowing the ending. Like it can be really simple or, you know, one great experience that you're like, Oh, the first time I ate that, you know, spam or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd say, uh, the first, uh, the first time I saw uh, probably like, yeah, maybe the first time I saw uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm sorry. Scratch that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just reminding me of, it's uh, Shaun the Dead.
0: Oh, God, like, yeah. Like, Shaun the yeah. Dead,
1: like when I saw it, it was revelatory.
0: I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I really I really do. It was like, oh they movies can be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: was huge. Um I'd say like, you know, the um the uh that's gonna sound cheesy. It's the first date, Deanna and I's first date.
0: That's not cheesy. Yeah, All sad that we can we can be proud about Shaun of the Dead, but we have to be <laughs> apologize for being in love.
1: Uh but it was like it was a really it was an insane day. Like I started the day with uh you know, with seeing the Pee-wee show uh downtown. Wee herman show and then like i went and uh met with her at uh largo mm-hmm. uh, and we saw uh they might be giants uh, not bad yeah and then um and then we went to uh canter's and like uh like shared a malt like yeah. it was just and then made out of my car it was just like a great uh, that's a great day yeah, yeah.
0: that's yeah. a great la day too yeah so it really we're is like, thanks la for not sucking today and yeah being kind of a magical wonderful place <laughs> yeah, it's so great that's great
1: yeah um, and then um say one one, another thing to experience for the first time uh geez that's it's such an it's it's an interesting question what are some of yours i have nothing prepared
0: uh, as i don't but i will say that as you were saying that um about like and then I, I, mean, I said that comment about LA, I flashed to the very first time I went to San Francisco and I was 13 and that feeling of like, oh, yeah. oh, like that, like helium in your chest yeah. feeling of like, what is this? And yeah. I, so I think that would be on my list is that first time you kind of fall in love with a place. Like, oh yeah. God, I wish I could see that place for the very first time with those fresh eyes. Yeah. And kind of, is. I feel like I can sometimes if I'm in the right pocket of San Francisco, like in sort of like time travel, yeah. I call it, it's like the palimpsest where there's just like, a st- it's like a stack of papers all on top of each other, and I'm living on this top layer. But if I can like poke my brain pin through it, I can sort mm-hmm. of touch a bunch of different layers. Yeah, and so I can sort. Sometimes I can get that fluttery feeling, like, oh my god, that's like the the first time I saw that, you know, cable car go by or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's it's fleeting, and it's really fleeting. Yeah, uh, uh, Amy Poehler in her book, Yes Please. um I think it's get called Yes Please. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but she talks about like taking mental snapshots so you can revisit that moment, uh, in the future where it's just like, if you're feeling pretty good at that moment, just stop, look around, breathe it all in. And then you'll be able to jump back into that moment in time. You know, I always, it's, there's weird moments in in my life a lot where it's like, it's, it's, it's like deja vu, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things where I think it's more just like, oh, like, um I'm here because I kind of manifested this like yeah. this experience. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I it's, totally relate to yeah.
1: that. I've never had deja vu where it's like something mundane or bad. It's always right. been like in a moment of like this feels good. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I had it on a set. I did like a real like a couple lines on a shoot last week and like it was just there was a conversation I was having while on set with somebody and I was just like, Oh, there it is.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not good, a real like a I'm not
1: a cosmic person, but you know, there are there are things that you're like, I think that that moment of feeling familiar is your brain going, you're, you're right on right now.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I like assigning meaning to stuff, uh, even if I'm aware that I'm the one assigning it to me, that's still important to me. It's yeah. like, well, obviously, that's something that my brain wants to do for me that's pretty interesting like yeah. that's kind of magical wow okay yeah, you know yeah. it's not necessarily like thanks you person who you know did that for me but yeah. there's this sort of like okay I feel like I'm part of something yeah. that is electricity living slightly outside of my normal like brain firings or whatever it's,
1: I mean it's got to have a role. particle so it's it, like yeah. you know, the idea that that would like sh- stuff would shift around without us realizing absolutely
0: yeah that doesn't get you off from having to list a third one Damn if it. you thought that you <laughs>
1: I was, I was getting so esoteric. The distraction is incomplete. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I'd probably say uh, the uh, I'd like to like experience like playing like a band, like my old band's like first show again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
0: Okay, now, uh, just quickly tell me, I just have to do a little like spiral to count the rings to mm-hmm. figure this out. I, there's just really no easy way to say that and it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, so just tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. I'm going to pause this, do some calculations. Sure. I'll be back with your 100% guaranteed MASH future. <laughs> all right, listen, I've got the results of your test. Okay. You got an A+. Plus. Yeah. Um, you set yourself up for success with some great answers. First of all, I want to congratulate you on uh, the fact that not only do you play, perform, and hang out with Minor Threat. Whoa. You also have a life soundtrack by The Weaker Thans.
1: Wow. So, so mellow that. and hard, yeah. Yeah, you got maybe. a little
0: of both. Um, you also can chill out in your mansion right outside Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably for the best, because, like, it's a beautiful castle-type situation. So, if yeah. you were in, like, Hagrid's Jack, you might be, like, yeah, have a little bit of envy. No, you got a beautiful mansion. Nice. Um, you, the, the magic world of Harry Potter is it probably contributing to your ability to uh, eat non-stop snap of your fingers or a flicker of your wand <laughs> Kitchen, uh, of chicken katsu curry yes. uh, amazing um you can uh you can jump into dazed and confused nice. at your leisure
1: that just seems like a great day doesn't it
0: it's all right listen it's not and by the way you did not get your date uh, with diane but yeah all of those things sound like pretty great things to share with your other wife Winona writer from well, Reality Bites that asshole
1: Deanna would understand listen
0: this is sexy times I, I yeah. think you're I think that your relationship with her probably isn't she'd probably join in you know what I mean yeah. you're, everybody got what they wanted uh, and I don't know if this ties into it at all but you have also created renewable fuel so if it's the fuel off of your lovemaking with those yeah. two beautiful women <laughs> uh, not bad sir not bad at all uh, rich. I think I, I think I think the finale was actually what I just said but you do also get to see Shaun of the Dead for the first time all over again and feel that excitement and wonder that I also felt when I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Jonah Ray. Janet we Barney. did it. We did it. Thanks Thank so much for coming so on much. to the podcast. Thank you for having me on your podcast, your Hidden America podcast. Yes. Uh, guys, I know you want to see what I'm nervous about because it's really funny. And <laughs> we were so barely talked about it. So you need to solve this mystery if you haven't already subscribed yeah, you, have, you can sign, up for, you sign, you sign up, up for a free week
1: if you sign up sign up for a free week watch both seasons of hidden america and then don't renew and then they'll they'll be like wow people just really want that that's thing. right
0: that's right let's stick it to them they're yeah. Super nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're super yeah, nice yeah. and they have great people uh okay cool and um uh obviously people can find you on twitter uh and all of the other uh, projects yeah, no, twitter and discussed. instagram jonah ray pretty easy guys um and i will talk to you next time on the podcast i can't see
1: you brown skin shining in the sun
0: as always the jv club theme song is back before we were brittle by the amazing say hi